Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, and we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to listen to people argue, debate, and talk over their favorite uh, top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of their favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device, is the Mount Rushmore of uh, favorite movie federal agents. Uh, Alright, that's what we decided on? That was the final? yeah. yeah. All right. To the listener, we we went back and forth on <laughs> how exactly to determine, like, to label it. Anyways, it doesn't make a difference. This is what we got so far. So, I, I am there. I am there. Science with me as usual. We have uh, David. Howdy. And we have Daniel DeBona. What up, y'all? And then we got uh, Jeff. Uh, hey, I'm back. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> I'm uh, back. Uh, back again. Anyways, um, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> two seconds oh no i don't got another pick for another 17 hours all right um <laughs> see, i'm on the clock near his son. i'm on the Still clock yeah, <laughs> yeah i am literally uh i got the 11th pick in a snake draft and oh yeah yeah i don't i'm fine i made the joke earlier in the draft i was like oh i made i just made my my second pick uh, I'm gonna go make a sandwich and I'll be back and we all laughed and literally after round four I just went to go make a fucking sandwich. I was like, I'm I'm hungry. I'm gonna make a sandwich. <laughs> all right. Uh, how did you guys make your selections? David, let's go with you. Top right hand corner of mine. Um, as as you hinted at, I don't know if we have ever uh, discussed and had a more contested definition as to what a federal agent was. Um, or rather, like what 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 the defining feature of the topic was. So I decided I'm just going to go bare bones. I'm going to go uh, U.S. federal agents. So it had to belong to um, a uh, a real United States federal agency. Uh, so C- uh, CIA, FBI, um, USPS, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, had had this been a uh, a TV episode, uh, Jackie Donger would have been on on my uh, on my mountain for sure. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, I just I just kind of went bare bones with this one, and, uh, and that's that's all. All right, uh, Jeff, how did you pick? Um, with me, it was uh, pretty much the characters that I thoroughly enjoyed. I realized I like corrupt people. Uh, I learned that from doing my mountain. You'll see. You'll see what. And I don't say. I don't mean corrupt. I mean that they they're okay with going outside the traditional guidelines of the federal bureau. They play by their own rules. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they play by their own rules. There we go. Thank you, Devona. They're, they're morally um, corrupt. They don't. Yeah. Early, uh, legally corrupt. They do whatever yeah, like it. Good. They do whatever it takes to bring the bad yeah, guy to justice. <laughs> in a world uh, Debona how, how did you make your selection Debona uh, I went with uh, 
characters from movies that I liked, really. Um, I had a last-minute addition that I'm really happy that I remembered because I had almost forgotten them. Uh, they, I went with their position in the agency had to be a big part of the movie. Like, uh, I had one that I slid into honorable mentions because it, it, it's just mentioned that they were a former CIA agent, so I slid them out, got in a couple others. But I just made sure that the movie really centered around the fact that they were a federal agent. Right. I have a feeling that that pick that you mentioned is the one that I brought up to Dave that I was like, hey, wouldn't this be that? <laughs> and he's like, no, because it just is mentioned, but they're not really that, and it doesn't yeah. really be cut yet. So we'll see. We'll see if it's... Yeah, this is uh, this was, uh, for me, I made the selection based upon uh, who I liked best, and I didn't have any any uh, rigid guidelines that you guys put on yourselves as far as like you had to be an active in the agency I, don't, I didn't have to do anything I didn't look at any of that shit I was like it, it mentioned that he was in it it mentioned that he was there um and uh and that was it. I was right, actually so we, got, so we got four team America picks got it and no uh, no he's got George Lopez and Balls of Fury oh I've already God, called God it bless you um, <laughs> uh, I love that movie that's so under, that's such an underrated movie that's so good. it is it really is so such good. an underrated movie I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get the panda the panda's dead uh <laughs> so um yeah with that said i was trying to i was even trying to like purposely go outside and find like federal agents that weren't for this country that were like federal agents for their for their own country uh and i just couldn't uh really find one that was that i liked better than the, the pick that i got so so with that said um that's how i made our selection um and with the fourth pick Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crack. Let's get it on. All right, David, what do you have for your number four? All right, so um, my number four is, uh, and I'm just going to come right out. I'm not going to do a little ramp or anything or a vamp, whatever the fuck it's You're called. doing that. You're doing it, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is still part of your time, buddy. It's on your time. You're <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Stanley Goodspeed. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> there. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was in a film called La Piedra. All right. Uh, uh, Jeff, what do we got for number four? Uh, my number four is uh, Joe Castone from Donnie Brasco. Uh, tabled. Sorry, I had to remember what his real name was. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, is that? Yes, 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 tabled. Okay. <laughs> from, from what movie? Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. <laughs> That's great. The bono was like, I thought you were going to be like, wait, no, he wasn't. I was like, but he was. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, I was like, wait, what, wait, what was it? God damn it, what was his real name? <laughs> All right. And, uh, uh, the bono, what do we got? My number four is Johnny Utah from Point Break. <laughs> I, I ended up he ended up going to honorable mention. Um, I know uh, I know it's debatable as to whether or not he's even the best FBI agent in this movie. He's not. But, that's, that's not debatable. Uh, that's not, that's not yeah, debatable. Right. <laughs> it's really not. He's not at all. But but he's he's a he's, he's a compelling. A cool. Yes, he's he's cool. He's a compelling character. He moves the move. He moves the movie along well. 
Uh, it's fun to watch him kind of sew himself in to this uh, band of outlaw surfers and to kind of see the growth that he makes as a person. His You realize that his entire identity isn't necessarily completely and totally tied up mm-hmm. in the fact that he's a federal agent. And, I mean, it's it's one of the first times I remember really, really liking Keanu Reeves in a movie. Like, I remember watching Bill and Ted and stuff like that. But Point Break was one of the first times I was like, man, this guy is cool. And, I mean, that's really what this one boils down to for me. It's just, it's a fun movie to watch. It's great. He's just young, brash rookie who goes undercover and... And, you know, he's just part of all these great moments, like with the gasoline flamethrower. Shooting the gun up in the air. Yeah, shooting the gun <laughs> in the air. By, by the way, he's still wanted for murders that he just, that those bullets came fucking down somewhere, bro. Oh, yeah. Just going to go ahead and say that. Uh, Mythbusters, however, showed that if you shoot them straight up into the air, they don't come down at a velocity that's likely to injure somebody. But if you shoot them at a ballistic trajectory, like a 45 degree, angle like a longbow that's where you're probably going to hurt somebody (laughs) um anyway just a a fun movie to watch i mean and he he carries it well it's super quotable i mean i use viacom dios all the time and i know that it's like you know a real thing that people say but when i say it i'm specifically referencing point break (laughs) yeah but when when someone says viacom dios and not viacom dios yeah yeah I I mean, the only thing that I don't like about Johnny Utah is he quarterback for Ohio State, aside from that. Right. I'll let it. And so, I like it. It's just, it's it's a, the the reason that he ended up ultimately making my list, there was a moment there where I almost bumped him to honorable mention. I stuck with him because when we said federal agent, the voice I heard in my head was Johnny Utah going, I'm a federal agent. And I was like, well, he's got to make the list. <laughs> the moment the moment Jabona was like, I already figured it out who it is. I sent him a gift of Johnny Utah saying via Condio. He goes, yep, exactly. I go, yeah. And, and like, so it was, it's, it's the day fear. I got to stay true to myself. Right. And yeah. so this is who I thought of right away. He stays at number four. Johnny Utah from Point Break. Johnny, I feel like Johnny Johnny Utah crawled so that Paul Walker's uh, what the fuck's his name? Brian Brian Brown. How dare you fucking say that to Zabona? Like you know his name. You need to know Brian's name. Ah, uh, he knows. It's actually Brian O'Connell. Brian, Brian O'Connell. Milner is his name that he uses when he's undercover. Right. All you need to know is that he's Are family. Are you not this, Zabona? Because I'm shocked that you didn't say the table right now. <laughs> oh, no, he was, he was just saying. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Um, no, yeah, I can't, I can't knock that pick. Yeah. All right. An honorable man. Uh, right on. My number uh, four is Jason Bourne from uh, 17 different Bourne movies. <laughs> that was that was one of the ones that I was asking Dave because he really is only a CIA agent for the first like half of the first movie, and I think that's enough. That's yeah. yeah that's so yeah, like but but he's I mean I ended up moving him to honorable mention just because I wasn't sure how it would exactly. I would have taken. I would have. I would have chosen him even if they were like, hey. Like movie, like minute five of the first movie. Hey, weren't you a CIA agent once? Once. That's it. That's all I need. That's it. That's all I'm fine. 
That's it. That's all I fucking need. Uh, Mary would have accepted him as a little child with a fake badge that he made that said Yeah, I, I would have accepted him <laughs> if he would have if he would have got into if you would have uh, gotten information from somebody by putting a fake badge down. I would have been like, no, that counts. That fucking totally counts. Um, so Jason Bourne, uh, I love the Bourne movies. I love the Bourne series. Uh, all of them, even the one with Jeremy Renner. I, I know. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, it's a great uh, fucking movie. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Oh, it, it's not a Bourne movie, but it's a great fucking movie. Yeah, a lot of people got really upset about that movie. And I'm, Nobody, the fucking pills. I'm like, shut up. Enjoy the ride. All right, so Jason Bourne is so fucking cool that his anti-James Bond type of film made Bond change what kind of fucking film they were doing. Where James Bond used to be the... When Jason Bourne movies came out, like the Bond that was there was Pierce Brosnan, which is my favorite Bond. And it was like all gadgets and fucking high-tech shit, and it was super cool. Uh, and then Jason Bourne was like, we're going to go low fucking low-tech. We're going to go a lot of uh, fast hand-to-hand combat, a lot of fucking fast-moving uh, sequences. Um, and we're going to just make it fucking real gritty. And then they became so successful that then they were like, Bond was like, you know what we should do? We should do uh, low tech, uh, a lot of hand to hand combat, and they're real fucking gritty. Uh, what do you think? And so I and blonde and blonde. <laughs> so I I love uh, I love the Bourne uh, series. I love the, uh, uh, Jason Bourne. You feel for him, right? You go along with this ride of like you don't know what the fuck is happening. You don't know what he knows, what he doesn't know, uh, and you end up feeling for the guy. And he. Uh, Fell in love with the chick from Run Little Run. So uh, I mean, how do you not? You know, yeah, nice reference. Yeah. So I, I'm so I, glad that uh, it's her because if it wasn't her, I'm like no, that's not her, dude. I'm like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was either the second or third third born film. I forget exactly which one, but it's got one of, if not my favorite, close close quarters fight scenes where he's like in a tiny apartment. Yeah fighting like this big guy and they're like punching through like bookcases and stuff and like opening cabinet doors i love it and it's so well choreographed and you're right it's all tight angles and just making it look so cool the thing with jason Bourne that i i love is that you're basically it's almost like if you're playing a video game you're unlocking new abilities as you go that you didn't know you, you could go. do before you know what i mean like I like it. That's a great way to put it because he doesn't even know that he he doesn't even know that he has those abilities. It's like one of those things where he's right, like, yeah, how, it's fucking great. That's a great way so to put like, it. It's like, wait, I know kung fu. Like it's that kind of you know, it's that kind of fucking moment. But with, with Jason Bourne, you know, so I love that you get to go on that kind of journey with him, and you're like, oh shit, oh, and he's he's learning this as you learn. Um, you know, I can't knock it. I told you, I moved it to honorable mention just because it was like he was a CIA for like thirty seconds at the beginning of the movie. And then it was him just like on the lamb, but I'm, I'm, I love the pick. Yeah, so that's my pick, Jason Bourne. So our number fours are Stanley Goodspeed from The Rock, uh, Joe Casano. Uh, Casano? That might P-I-S-T-O-N-E. Uh, Castone. Uh, from Donnie Brasco, uh, Johnny Utah from Point Break, and Jason Bourne from the Bourne series. Uh, all right. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right. So, uh, Dave, what you got for your number three? Uh, my number three is Jimmy Malone from Untouchables. Uh, table. 
All right. Uh, well, I'll just go ahead and throw it out there. That is also my number three. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice how do you do. Yeah. I literally, I literally rewatched this. <laughs> I finished work before. I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to rewatch this again. I haven't seen it in like a couple months. <laughs> my pick was a tax attorney guy. Uh, all right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> said, nobody <laughs> said nobody yeah, ever. Said nobody ever. All right. Uh, great pick. Uh, Jeff, what do you got for your number three? Well, unless somebody tables it, we can now talk about Stanley Goodspeed from The Rock. All uh, right. You know, uh, N- Nicholas Cage, the, what, what he brings to Stanley Goodspeed, like he's, he's not the typical, he's, he's, he's a chemical super freak as he puts it, you know. He's not the typical FBI agent. He doesn't really have combat training. He doesn't have, you know, he went through like the, the basic courses and then they throw him into this fucking tactical just disaster and they put him with Sean Connery as like one of the baddest characters in, ever. All, in all of movie history. Yeah. Yes. Like, I think that might be like his baddest character. And I know he was an immortal in Highlander, but, <laughs> like, you know, um, and, and you just, you just have this guy that, that nobody's, counting on they think they they just think that he's gonna die right away that he's gonna you know they're they're like he's, he's gonna be more of a of an issue than a benefit and then you know he gets that motivation which is, it's kind of funny mentioning and we'll talk about that later but with malone like sean connery tends to have that character that always hypes up the main guy yeah. you know and he he helps he helps stanley goodspeed just find himself and be like you, you can be a badass you are fucking vanessa Marcel. You <laughs> like, yeah, that 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 whole uh, you know winter school whole man fuck the prom queen oh my god I fucking the, love that speech he goes Carla was the prom queen he's yeah. like yeah that's right man yeah. he gets so hyped in himself <laughs> it's just and it, it's just yeah like you can t- and you can see as the movie goes he starts to gain his confidence but he's yeah. always tr- he's always true to himself like there's there's a little bit of cockiness to him because he knows he's the smartest guy in the room. Right. Right? Like, I, one of my favorite scenes with him is the, you know, glass or plastic, glass or plastic, you know, and he's just like, <laughs> like, listen, man, I'm going to tell you how it is and you're going to fucking listen to me because I'm smarter than you are. Well, and that whole scene at the beginning of the movie when they, the baby in the, in the yeah. crate, when he's stuck inside there, you get a piece of the fact that, like, oh, he's cool and he he can be cool under pressure because the, the other lab guy's freaking out mm-hmm. and like wants to stab him with a syringe. <laughs> you want to stab this in my yeah. fucking heart? You want me to put this in my fucking heart? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> like, you know, and, but he was, he was cool. He said, get that away from me. I have a job to do, you know? So you always saw those bits of him. And then you, by the end, like, bro, and the lines that he has, you know, oh, it's, oh, you listen to Elton John? No, I don't listen to Saul <laughs> shit. Oh, pew. <laughs> You're the rocket man. Like, like, those <laughs> you know, and then he has that one-on-one fight with the fucking special forces guy. Yeah. At the end, and he wins. He beats him. I mean, he, he holds his own. Yeah. He, up, he gets but, his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I just think he's such a great character because he is that geeky guy, but he does show you those sides of him that he can, he, he can hold it, hold it all, you know, his own with the boys and do what he has to do to, to get the job done. And, my, I think my, my favorite thing about him is that you can like see visibly on his face that he carries like the weight of the world on his shoulders. Right. And and like he, he to him this isn't just a job, this isn't just a paycheck. Like he genuinely 
believes that he can make the world a safer place by doing what he does. And, uh, and, and you see it in, in like that really tender moment that he shares with, uh, with his wife before he leaves. And he's like, I, I gotta do this. Like right. I'm the only one. And like, of course the next scene, everyone's like, you know, picking on him and making fun of him. And, you know, but, but he is the only one and he knows that. And he always will nut up in a way that almost no one else can. And you see, um, this side of him that like when, um, when he's, when, um, Sean Connery's character tries to, when he escapes and they have that whole car chase through all of, of downtown and he goes to see his daughter and he doesn't come up and be like, Hey, you know, what the fuck were you doing? You ran away. He played along with it. He's like, Hey, we really need you to come back, John. Like, you know, we got some work to do. Like he doesn't, he puts on the face that even Sean Connery, that's when you can tell he kind of like, this guy's not like these guys. Mm-hmm. He's not like Lomax and these other guys that are just using me. He genuinely cares. You know, and I'm he not, just met me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I completely forgot that he was actually a federal agent. Like, in my head, <laughs> was just like a scientist that they'd gone and recruited. And I completely forgot he was a federal agent. Or there's a possibility he might have <laughs> That's a good pick, man. So good. So, yep. All right, my- Stanley Goodspeed. Uh, De Bono, what do you got for number three? Uh, my number three is also um, Jimmy Malone. Oh, that's so right. we're yeah. going to have to keep that safe. All right, Jimmy Malone, right on. Uh, my number three is a dude named Charlie Wax. Uh, and uh, if you don't know who Charlie Wax is, he is uh, personally what I think to be John Travolta's greatest role, which is in uh, With Love, uh, From Paris With Love. Uh, and he is a oh, the bald guy, the bald guy, yeah, yeah. Um, or as we call I, him, never, John Travolta. Uh, you've never seen this movie? No, I've never seen. Dude, it, it is fucking fantastic. Uh, John Travolta has been on record as saying that he doesn't, he's never done a sequel, but he would be more than happy to do an entire franchise of this fucking character of this movie. That was one of those movies that like it didn't get a big box office hit but it's actually a really fun movie. it's such a fucking yeah. fun movie i watch it once a year and it's such a fucking fun movie it is different than john travolta as usually like he plays the fucking crazy wacky you know kind of like uh badass agent where he's super he knows exactly what he's doing but you don't you don't you think to yourself as you're watching you're like is this guy fucking all like is he all there is he all right it's really fucking good i love this movie i love the film uh and i love this role that john travolta plays at one point he was uh the guy that he was playing that 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 was um the, the other star the other lead of the movie asked him like yeah, he said. Uh, he said um, something along the lines of like, "How do I know that you know what you're doing?" And he's like, "Didn't you just see me kill all these fucking? How many Chinese motherfuckers do you need me to kill to see?" Like, I was like, "Oh shit!" It was like I was the. It was. He was like, "Bitch, you think all that shit is luck? Like that shit was crazy." Um, so I, I'm a big fan, dude. Uh, legit. I, I'm a big fan of that movie. Uh, and I, I, in my, in my heart, I, I know that there are more popular picks and there are more popular, uh, characters. Um, but I legitimately, uh, when he was probably the second or third person I thought of even before much more recognizable names, I was like, no, okay, here we go. Um, but, uh, so that's who I went with. I went with Charlie wax, uh, from Paris with love. I had to Google it and make sure that he actually was 
in the CIA because the lead, the the there's two leads, and the other guy that we meet first for like ten or fifteen minutes before we meet John Travolta's character, he's established to be in the uh, in the CIA, but he's like low level yeah. fucking grunt work CIA, and so I had to just double check because I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but I'm like let me just double check, but he he is a uh, he's uh, an operative for the CIA, so there you go, uh, Charlie Wax, uh, the great. So what? I think it's Rose. Rose. Oh. Hey, man, did not even think of that movie because I've only been. You've only seen it once? I've only seen it once, That's yeah. So, so it's a great pick, but did not even think of it. It's uh, in the family show. Tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm going to rewatch okay. that tomorrow. Uh, all right, so... Uh, what else? Uh, all right, so the number threes, we have uh, Jimmy Malone, Stanley Goodspeed, uh, Jimmy Malone, and Charlie Wax. So uh, moving along pretty quickly here, Brown. This is pretty... Yeah. I don't know if we're going to need the timer. <laughs> this <morning. laughs> The only one that we kind of got close to was on Stanley Goodspeed. So we had like a minute and a half left. All right. Five minutes is longer than you think it is. Uh, that's what I keep telling my wife and she doesn't believe me man she just does not fucking believe me ironically enough with that Joe Christie had mentioned an and she's like a minute longer than you think I go thank you yeah 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 I, t- I, tell, I tell mine all the time tell anybody who's been in the ring with Tyson three minutes gets it done <laughs> it's so fucking true it's so true like let's see you go fucking three minutes motherfucker uh all right here let's see um so that is our number three round two dose the sequel to uno uh what is your number two david all right so my number two is arguably the most fun pick on my list and that's harry tasker from true lives Oh, oh fuck, I didn't even think about him. Ah, dude, uh, it was, oh. I, sh- I shortlisted him. It's such a great pick. Fuck, that's yeah. so good. Uh, he's, he's very unlike the uh, the other picks on my mountain because, uh, well, it's Schwarzenegger, so you know what you're getting with, with Schwarzenegger. Do you, though? He's- Do you picture Schwarzenegger <laughs> doing a tango, my friend? No. Nah. That's, very, that's very true. Mm. Um uh, he's he's so uh, he's he's much more like a James Bond in this than he is um, like like a Stanley Goodspeed or a Jimmy Malone or you know my number one. Uh, but there's there's so much fun to be had in this. Like you can tell that he really enjoys mm-hmm. his job. Um, and then he comes home and he's this like just super normal guy. Uh, he is pretty shitty father too. He, uh, he's not that great a dad, no, and he's not that great a husband, but he learns how to be throughout the course of the movie, right? Um, yeah, it's called bringing them into your fucking work. Like, that. <laughs> like I can't, I, I can't multitask. Bring your kid to work day. Yeah, I can't yeah. multitask, so I'll just make my entire family spies. That way we, I could keep an eye on them the whole time. <laughs> I am waiting for that sequel where we get Eliza Dushku as, as, a, as, a, as a, like, the new CIA Oh, operative awesome. and Schwarzenegger takes over the like Charlton Heston role. I think that would be so great. That'd be awesome. You are um, aware. You are yeah, aware. I'd, you could have made an entire Schwarzenegger mountain, right? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. All yes. Right. Listen, for almost anything, I can make an entire Switzerland <laughs> mountain. I have to force myself not to when it comes to these things. To the listener, um, we, we, we almost went international with it. We almost went like you could do any agency from any multi uh, multi international. We could we almost went that route and I told our I told uh go red heat, let's go rock yeah. let's go eraser. <laughs> <laughs> Legit I told race pushing it, but yeah. Eraser was fantastic. Um, that was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little over the top, uh, even even by uh, by Schwarzenegger's standards. Yeah, I was, like, uh, I was like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you about the movie you're talking about, where somebody has a rock is tied to a rocket and gets launched through a building. <laughs> but that's that's the sort of ridiculous that you get with Harry Tasker. You're fired. Like like Tasker is um is is like like a bull in a china shop like he is the worst possible person that you could task with being a secret agent also right? he's like, seven feet tall 250 yeah. fucking pounds <laughs> like this is, very this indiscreet is not the type of guy that <laughs> yeah. you 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 think of as oh yeah he can blend no no he can't motherfuckers huge right uh and 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 he always takes the path of most resistance when it comes to finishing the job, because it, it's like, well, it's a straight line. That's where I need to go, right over there. But there's like a gazillion guys in front of me. So bazooka, right? Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> his, that's his thing. And also lungs of steel. Oh, swimming long, under the water? How yeah. long does it, every time I try to hold my breath, I can't make Dang. it. I, I, I can't, I, I can't do it. Uh, now, now you've got me questioning though, because like if we were to pick like our favorite character, like I'd pick Tom Arnold over Harry Tasker, dude, as this, like a, like the best, uh, that's, as a that's better, a great better pick too. That's so a great pick when when uh, when when Schwarzenegger jumps into Harrier Jet at the end, and Tom Arnold's like, "Don't worry, it's like riding a bike." And he's like <laughs> the Harrier all over the place trying to take off, <laughs> all because he just needed to get to the top of a building. Harrier yeah. Jet. How we get up there? <laughs> no, but. Harry Tasker's amazing, but it, see, I, I'd argue that I think he does have a little bit of Stanley Goodspeed in him because he he is slick, but mm. he also doesn't really know how to talk to people and how to like inter- interact with people. He's a little goofy in that end. I, I noticed it, like especially with his wife. Well, I mean, I guess it's a persona what he's doing with his wife. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say is that like he. Um, but th- there's this idea. Well, w- which is the legend and which is the real him? Right. right? Um, like, is he naturally like this sort of goofy, reserved guy, or is he that suave, debonair dude that can like woo uh, Tia Carrere? You know. <laughs> Every I time I drive by that bridge when I go down to the Keys, I, I say R.I.P. to her character. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I showed this to my brother for the very first time. I feel like my father failed him. Um, I, I, uh, on my birthday, I showed it to my brother for the very first time, just, just a couple, a uh, couple weeks ago. And, uh, he was like, did, did they really blow up the, the, I'm like, dude, when they made movies, they used to actually make movies. They didn't fucking make cartoons on a computer. All right. Yeah. They blew up a bridge, motherfucker. <laughs> this is the second time David says motherfucker with an A at the end. This is like, this is rare it form is. from it. Yeah. Because he's drinking. Yeah. Drinking yeah. <laughs> I'm, Jack Daniel's talking. I, I, I'm just happy I said howdy at the beginning of the episode. I don't want that <laughs> countdown again. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm fancy. I, I even take a, a sip with my finger. Up. All right, Jeff. What do we got? What do we got for our number two? All right. Um, so my number two, we can actually speak about. I'm sorry. My, that was the timer going off. Yeah. Um, we can actually motherfucker speak about. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker Jim Malone from The Untouchables. Yeah, oh, so good. So technically, doesn't start off as a federal agent, but gets gets indoctrinated when he puts uh, Elliot Ness right in his place on the bridge and is like, "Let me teach you how to be a cop." This is <laughs> you. You think you know, but let me just in the short time here where I'm just walking on this bridge from the movie The Shadow. And like that's what it fucking looked like. I was waiting for the fucking shadow to come out and fight Asian people. But um, you know, Malone, he's he's the driving force between to what Elliot Ness needed to become to be able to go against Al Capone. Because Elliot Ness, when he starts in that movie, is nobody can drink, nobody can do this. I need you all pure. He says it. He literally says, "I need you all pure." And then two scenes later, after he has that failed you know, raid, you, he meets Malone and Malone just tells him, he's like, this is not how Chicago is. You don't understand how the Chicago, you know, he gives him that amazing line, the Chicago way line, you know, and he tells him if they kill your guy, you kill two of his guys. You, you can't be going the way you're going. And what, and he's the one that tells him who to pick when he gets, when they get Andy Garcia, he's like, don't go with the corrupt cops, find somebody who pick them off the tree. Like he, that's what he tells him. Like, He's the guiding force to Elliot Ness that leads him to a success. And apparently he's bulletproof because he can get shot with a full Tommy gun and still stay alive long enough for Elliot Ness to show up like yes. an hour later. That scene <laughs> makes me cry every fucking so time. So good. Yeah. I, every fucking time. So when, when, when I originally put Untouchables on my list, I was going to put Elliot Ness until I got to the point where I realized that it's Malone that makes Elliot Ness the character he yeah. was. And I switched to Malone for all of the reasons that you just said. Because <laughs> without him, Elliot Ness would not have been awesome. Like, everything that Elliot Ness became, it was because of the fact that Malone was already a badass. Mm -hmm. Well, we, we see it early on in the movie with that failed raid, like you were talking about. And when he goes to, to Malone, like... The moment Malone agrees, he's like, you want to do this? Let's do this. Right. And they just walk over and he's like, what are you doing? He was like, everyone knows where 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 you where you got to get this done. Just, but if we kick down this door, right. there's no turning back. Yeah. Once like, you kick down this door, this is how it starts. They go to the right. post office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With shotgun. Like, <laughs> so, God, I love that scene. It's oh, yeah. God, such a and, great movie. And, and it's just, but it, so it's just, he, he, you know, even the the scene um, when they're in, on the Canadian border, that they're trying oh, to man, get the information about so the bookkeeper, and he grabs the dead body. The other guy doesn't know the dead body and pretends like he's interrogating him. It blows fucking, the fucking brains out. Oh my god, it's so good. Like he knows <laughs> what has to be done to get to where they need to go. Yeah. You know, and and like you said, you don't get Ellie and Ness, especially at the end when he kills the the lady in white. I call her call him. Because he was just wearing a white suit the entire time. The guy that kills everybody. That's the best. Um, I love... That's one of my favorite... I mean, in a movie that has nothing but amazing scenes, that scene when he said, your friend died like a stock Irish pig, and he said, what'd you say? Yeah. He said, he died, he died screaming like a stock Irish pig, and he fucking threw him off the building, 
and he was yeah, yelling, yeah. and he was like, "Did it sound something like that?" I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, oh, I just, no, yeah. I'm gonna need a minute, guys. I'm gonna need a minute. Let me get a towel, please. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking good. And again, in a movie filled with amazing scenes, I mean, you just—it's so hard to pick the, your favorite, and, and that one just stands out to me. It's so fucking great. And and and, and Malone, Malone always did whatever he needed to because he got into the fight with the the cop that they had a fist fight in the alley. Yeah. When he's trying to get the information, he's like, I'm going to go to whatever lengths I have to so that we can get, succeed in this, you know, and, and, you know, he, he was going to go to a raid. And when they thought that Ness was going to get a, a attack at his home, he came rushing over there to help him out. Like he was always right there for, him, you know, and it was such a huge loss when he died. And like you said, that scene and in that scene, the one thing he cherished was the key and the, the, the metal. And he's reaching for it, and Elliot Ness is like, "What?" And he goes, "No." And he grabs the paper because he's like, "I need to tell you what you need to know. I know that that's, that's my cherished that's, item." That's why it gets me because it's right. like, you know, no, fuck this. Like, I I have a job to do. Right. I I, I have a, a commitment to you that I, that I need to get through here. Right. So this, I, that's this is one where I had to kind of like come to terms with the fact that uh, the best movie on my list is not my number one. Because The Untouchables is, I, I think, in my opinion, far and away the best movie on my mountain. But um, Oh, so it, you don't have Raw Deal on your mountain? It's such an ensemble piece that it, it's hard for any one person to shine as much as like a lead actor would in, in, a, in a role where they are designed to, you know, to, to carry the film. Yeah. In a, and, in a uh, movie, in a movie that has De Niro in a prominent role, he's still not the most impressive. Yeah, that's that, yeah. that's how fucking good <laughs> this movie is, you know. Uh, and did did Connery just get nominated, or did he win an Oscar? Uh, he won. He won, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, great pick, man. That's why it was my number three. Love it. All right. Uh, what do we got, Debono? What do you got for your number two? My number two is a movie that I almost forgot, and then when it came to me, I realized that it was going to climb well up my mountain. Uh, my number two is Evelyn Salt from the Oh, movie my Salt. God. I fucking love that movie, dude. I thought that was going to be on your list, Neri. No, uh, I, I just, I honestly did not remember because she's abroad, so I did not even <laughs> think about it. Uh, no, I'm fucking kidding. To the listener, uh, I'm fucking joking. But no, I love that fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen this, you've got to watch this. Yeah. Um, I yeah. almost completely forgot about this movie, and then it came to me, and it was like this blinding flash of, a, oh, my God, not only is Evelyn Salt going to make my list, but she just kept climbing. Evelyn Salt. If, you if this would have um, been your number four, I would have bumped my number four. I probably would have bumped my number three, <laughs> but I just can't bump my two <laughs> and one. But fuck, such right. a great pick, dude. Um, Such just uh, a, a, the... The badass. I mean, Evelyn Salt is incredible. Angelina, this was the movie that was really a turning point for me with Angelina Jolie. Um, I, I know, uh, like, she, she'd done a lot of stuff, and I was always kind of hit and miss. Like, I didn't dislike her, but I, I, I was kind of bleh about her. But, man, when I saw this movie, she's – like, the movie starts with her being tortured in prison in North Korea, and then it only gets more insane from there. Um it's, she plays this role amazingly where you constantly don't 
No. Is she a double agent? Is she a triple agent? Is she working for the CIA? Is she working, you know, for Russia or, or just, or anybody else? Is she a sleeper cell and doesn't even know that she's a Russian agent? Um, just the action scenes in it are incredible. So she good. puts on an amazing performance. And it just, like I said, when I remembered, it was it all came flooding back to me. Again, a movie that's got a great cast, and she's still head and shoulders above anybody else. Crazy. You, it's not a full ensemble cast. Do you know, Leave Schreiber's in it as well. Do you know they, um, they, offered, just, they offered that role to, to Brad Pitt when they were married? And Brad Pitt really? said, yeah, they offered that role. Uh, obviously, it was for a dude. And he said, I, not me, but I think I think uh, Angie would be fantastic. Like, he, he's the one that suggested to the to the writers and to the... See, the I, can't yeah. even, I can't even imagine exactly. that role it's not so good. being uh, like a female and being Evelyn Salt. It was just... It's, but like I said, this, is, this has got intense action scenes. This has got a lot of twists and turns. And Evelyn... Um, Evelyn Salt, like I said, played by Angela Jolie, is just incredible in everything that she does. Every time you think you know where she's going and you think you know what she's doing, there's another twist coming. And she's playing somebody else. She works all the angles. She she plays the the spy type character of being a CIA agent. You know, she's not one who's going to necessarily automatically default to the rocket launcher. She plays that spy character. So She's all about the so, espionage yeah. of it and and working people against each other. And she sees all the angles so perfectly that until this movie ends, you're never 100% sure whose side she's on and who she's actually working for. But and she can also go in guns blazing and throw oh, a bunch of people. And yes, she does. Yes, the movie. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was just like, holy Fuck that or is. or uh, yeah, like on the ship, right? You know, when 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 everything when the ship finally hits the fan on the ship, and she just cranks it up, man. And I was like, okay, so she is a bona fide action star. This is an incredible movie. I I love Salt. Um, I, I've uh, I haven't rewatched it in a while. Uh, I will admit that, but it's it's just a great movie and such an amazing role. When this movie um, first came uh, out, when this Evelyn when this movie first came out, I got a lot of shit from people because I was raving about the movie and they're like, "What the fuck?" And I got a lot of flack from people for for how much I was talking this movie up. And uh, and for a moment, I I questioned myself. I'm like, "Am I fucking crazy? Like, it's not. Is it not good?" Like I was, like, and I, and I just started asking people to watch it. They're like other friends. I'm like, "Can you? Am I fucking nuts? Am I out of like? I don't understand how this movie is not amazing." And it's it's fantastic. Evelyn Salt's a great yeah. pick, dude. Great fucking pick. All right. Uh. All right, so we got Evelyn Salt. My number two is uh, none other than uh, Captain John Patrick Mason for Your Majesty's SAS. Uh, retired, of course. Uh, he <laughs> is. Um, we, I love the 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 good speed pick. Uh, le- legit, like it's a great pick. Um, and if you were only picking agents from this federal government, this meaning the country that well, the the whole star in, that makes sense to me. Um, but because I didn't limit myself to only this country's federal agents, uh, I like mason is by 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 and large the best fucking uh agent in the movie um uh maybe hummel 
may come uh, uh, up there. Uh, he was big in Vietnam. I remember seeing his face on, t- on the news. Um, and uh, yeah, so John Patrick Mason, uh, Sean Connery, just so fucking smart. Everything, the way he gets out of prison, he, he was the one to escape Al- Alcatraz. The way they did that, you know, with the whole fucking bed, or the with the roller... Uh, uh, le- peg leg of the of the bed and everything is fantastic. The way he he was able to pick get that quarter and fucking smash it and, get, oh and cut through the glass. He's like that Whoa. scene forever, yeah. man. He just smashes through. Yeah, <laughs> Womack. I should have known you, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well, I'm Stanley Goodspeed. Of course you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, I just love those little so back and good. forth. Yeah, man. I think I think you're like you said. It, it with both of them. I I can't not. You know, there's no way I'm ever gonna knock that pick. That's like my favorite yeah. Nicolas Cage movie. So as my mountain suggested previously, right? Um, you know, I think all of all of ours, right? Wasn't that a I, it, 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 it might have been a unanimous number one? Yeah, yeah. as it should have like, been. <laughs> yeah, but 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 he he's just brilliant and like you know even at his age, him holding up and and still you know being able to mess up all those young guys just because of his his training and again Sean, um you know Sean Connery in that motivational role like i mentioned yeah. well, and and it's like it's it's so great that that the way that that role plays out is that his mind is still so sharp you know he's been he's been in a you know he's been in the deepest hole you know forever and technically he doesn't exist or whatever but it takes him what one 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 sequence of those flames and he remembers exactly how to roll through right. you know he he remembers perfectly everything all of his plans come together immediately the quarter i mean he couldn't have planned that that was just because nicholas cage threw it at him the whole thing where oh, it was the other guy it was it, the other guy threw it at him oh yeah yeah that's right yeah but um but it was just the whole concept of the fact that he was still the smartest man in the room after years of just wasting away in a hole made that so, so good and made it believable that he was that old and still that bad at. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking good. I love that. I mean, I'm just, that whole movie is fantastic. I, I love when he was like, Oh, is that normal? And he looked at the body. Like, yeah, sometimes I do that. Like, can you do something? Can you, yeah. Can you do something about that? You want to kill him again? Like, what do you fucking want me to do? Like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, my pick is Captain John Patrick Mason. I, I everything about that fucking uh, movie, everything about that character, just uh, it made me miss uh, Sean Connery. Every time I watch that movie, it makes me miss Sean Connery that much more. Uh, and it was his birthday recently. At the time of this recording, it was his birthday like a week ago. It was fantastic. Um, all right, so our number twos are Harry Tasker from True Lies, uh, Jimmy Malone from The Untouchables, uh, Evelyn Salt from the movie Salt, and Captain John Patrick Mason from uh the rock so uh what are what do we have for honorable mentions uh, <clears throat> dave so um yeah i went ahead and added john krueger from erasure because <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden a fucking gun that shoots fucking through buildings is not that crazy when you put it up that- against <laughs> It's not that crazy when it's held by Arnold. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, Wider from Tombstone is uh, is a U.S. Marshal, so I got to put him in there. Uh, nice. Melvin Melvin Purvis from uh, Public Enemies, played by Christian Bale, is mm. uh, just a great dedicated. What a great uh, movie! Uh, FBI agent, so yeah, good. really underappreciated. Yeah, 
It's a slow burn, but fuck, that's a good burn. I though. just I just recently rewatched it because I do, I remembered not liking it as much for some reason. Recently rewatched it, yeah, holds up, and now I'm on board with the beat. I was nuts about that movie when it first came out. Uh, haven't seen it or watched. It. I got to watch it again. Um, Clarice Starling from um, uh, I mean, t- take your pick, but you know, either one. Right. Uh, but what, where, where did you, who did you uh, like? Who did Mario. you like? Who did you like playing her more? Uh, I do prefer um, Jodie Foster, right? But she's given more to do in Hannibal. Right? Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the Hannibal movie in general. So Julianne Moore to me, I know it's wrong, but whenever I think of that character, I think of Julianne Moore playing her. I know yeah, that's wrong. It's, it's your it's your it's your favorite in the series. So yeah, yeah but that's but that's also wrong. It's, it's also wrong. It's like it's it's also. <laughs> Yeah, but you know. it's like who do you think of when you think of James Bonney? And I forget. I don't. I wish I knew the guy's name. That guy that played him once. You go, yeah. And you're like, no, that's George Lavenby. George Lavenby. Yeah, yeah George Lavenby. <laughs> who do you, who's your Bond? George Lavenby. Mm, that's a wrong answer. Mm. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that I wouldn't expected anything but that. <laughs> yeah. I I actually fucking love. Of course Austin you Madden. do, but that's still not your Bond. <laughs> that's still not your Bond. No, Oh, that's a good, but that's a good honorable mention list, man. You have a fantastic one. Um, uh, Jeff, who do you got for honorable mentions? All right. So for me, I've got um, in a world where Sean Archer exists, that's uh, going to be my my yeah. favorite John Travolta federal agent is Sean Archer from Face Off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also had Clarice Starling. I'd mentioned John Utah. Um, I've got Agents Johnson and Johnson from Die Hard. <laughs> 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 Dude, I just finished I just finished Brooklyn Nine Nine yesterday, so Die Hard was well on my brain. <laughs> um, I have this is kind. Of, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this movie, but I love this, this uh, character is Dylan Rhodes from Now You Now You, uh, now you See Me from the Magician movie. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's the fe- uh, yeah. Um, Mark Ruffalo plays the FBI agent that's chasing after them. When you have an FBI agent that does magic, I mean, I'm, I'm in. Um, and then uh, Brian Mills from Taken, that's the one where he was a CIA operative. He does have those skills still, but he's not really for the, with working for the CIA during Taken. He's already retired. So that's why I didn't put him on the list. I put him as an honorable mention, but, you know, you've got him. Oh, and then last one, because I have a lot, sorry. Sands from Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Johnny Depp's character from yeah. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Ah, uh-huh. uh, the bleeding eyes, man. Yes, <laughs> the bleeding eyes <laughs> with the Uzis. <laughs> uh, Devon, what do you got for your honorable mentions? Um, I want to start off by saying I freaked out for a thing because you said you missed Sean Connery, so I went and looked. He is still alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I met what I met. What I met was that he hasn't done a movie in forever, and the last one he yeah. did wasn't great. So I really miss Sean Connery in that sense. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I figured that was what you meant. He turned ninety in August. Ninety. So. Yeah. Anyway, ninety. Yeah. Um. Okay. So just a couple of honorable mentions that haven't been said yet. Um. I I couldn't bring myself to put him on my mountain because he's famous for TV, but I there was a movie, so I can't mention him, and that's Agent Dale Cooper. From Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. You know, I really wanted to put him on this mountain. And I was like, man, I, I can't do it based on just Firewalk. Yes, exactly. So that's why that's why I had to put him into honorable mention. Um, my one that it's only slightly mentioned that he was ever in the CIA, but I, it's just a hilarious role. And I love it is um, Cobra Bubbles from Leela and Stitch. 
that's, that's at, the very, at the very end of the movie, it's mentioned that Cobra Bubbles was a former CIA agent and worked with uh, aliens. And uh, my one that almost made my list, but the movie's newer and I've only seen it once and I want to go back and watch it again and make sure that I that this character was good as uh, as I remember. That's Daniel Jones, played by Adam Driver in The Report, um, also known as The Torture Report. Uh, it's a movie that came out last year about congressional hearings about um, oh, torturing people okay. after the 9-11 attack. Yeah. And Adam Driver smoked this role. It was incredible. It is the best I've ever seen him do and really cemented for me that this guy is an amazing actor. Um, and it's just a great role. If you've not seen the report, highly, highly recommend. Um, but I just couldn't bring myself to put him on my mouth. Okay. Uh, I have uh, Vince Larkin from Con Air. That's John Cusack's character yeah. from uh, Con Air. Uh, uh, Emily Blunt's character. I think you mean Mr. Thesaurus. Uh, it's so true. <laughs> I just so want to let you know there's now three men I trust. Oh, my God. The whole th- man, so every, every time I see that fucking movie and that scene comes up, I'm like, who are the other fucking two, man? I need to know. <laughs> well, he said, he, he goes, he goes, he goes, there's two men I trust. One's me, the other's not you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, Who's the other one? Um, also, right. I love the fact that we managed to mention face off the rock and yeah, of course. Of course. We could have done it on the cage list. <laughs> we could have done it on the cage list up in this piece. Uh, because he was a Navy he was a Navy SEAL, correct? Nick Cage in, in Con Air was a Navy SEAL, so technically at some point yeah. he was a federal yeah. agent, right? He was, I well, mean, he was, that's... He was, a, was he a Navy SEAL or was he, he was an Army... He, you know, he was, in, he was, he was an Army Ranger. Ranger, Ranger Army that's Ranger. what it is. Yeah, Ranger. I see. I excluded uh, military. Me too. Um, e- even though they they technically are, you know, uh, under the auspices of the federal government. Because Rambo uh, would be your number one. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm not, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> Uh, great pick. Yeah. So um, <laughs> there's that Doc Holiday in in uh, in Wired Herb. Uh, Wired Herb. Listen to me. <laughs> Sorry. In uh, <and> Tombstone, <laughs> nobody picks Wired Herb. And and Tombstone, because they both both those movies came out the same year, and there was like, oh, Wired Herb is such a good movie. And then uh, Tombstone came out, and you're like, oh, no, never mind. No, uh, no, wait, yeah, no, 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 no. I specifically said Wired Earp from Tombstone. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's why we're saying the mo- there's a movie called Wired Earp, and that's why we're like, yeah, yeah, and that, yeah. that's why when that movie came out, like everybody's like, oh, Wired Earp, because the mo- Wired Earp came out first, and then Tombstone, yeah. and everybody was like, oh, Wired Earp is such a great fucking western, and then Tombstone came out, and they're like, oh, no, 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 never mind that 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 right there, yeah. that, that one, that one is <laughs> that's what should happen. <laughs> um, and. I, to be honest with you, man, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna put this as honorable mention, but I don't know if technically he was ever a technically a uh, a, 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 a somebody for the. I don't. I don't remember the scene where they talked about his his resume, but John Creasy uh, from Men on Fire, uh, which is one of my all time favorite movies. I just for the life of me can't recall, and shit was so hectic today with uh, school and you know distance learning and all that shit and taking care of watching the kids that I didn't have time to 
put oh and i had a fantasy football draft that i didn't have time to put that scene <laughs> because there's a scene where the, where he's talking to um what's his name el cantante and uh and then they're going through his resume and i just for the life of me couldn't remember if that was it so i left him my honorable mention if uh, not U- he would be US up there marine uh u.s marine uh force reconnaissance yeah so I don't, I don't even know what that means, uh, but yeah, it's like the marine. It's like the marine version of the seals, like Delta Force and Recon. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you go. and uh, Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality. Those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Oh fuck! I didn't even think of that. Because nice. you hate women, Damn. you know. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those are the honorable I mentions. Abroad. <laughs> but like in a loving way, right? Like in a loving way, right? Hey, you know what tits love? They love them when you call them broads. Uh, all right, so <laughs> those are our honorable mentions. Here we go. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it! Do it! Come on! Come on! All right, number one, Dave, hit me with your number one, man. Uh, my number one, I I went uh back and forth on whether he should be number one, uh because there's a TV show that portrays him so well, uh but ultimately uh this was the first guy that popped into my mind, and he's got a slew of movies that I fucking love and have loved well before the television series. It's uh, Doctor Jack Ryan. Oh yeah, I figured. Yep. I, um, I saw that one coming. So yeah, I, I mean, my my favorite. Um, Jack Ryan. Uh, Jack my, Ryan. Oh, I didn't think. I don't know. Didn't my, think you uh, would like him. <laughs> the Cincinnati Ryans. <laughs> 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 uh, my my uh, my favorite iteration of Ryan is uh, is Baldwin in uh, in the Hunt for Red October. I think he just nails that. Like analyst i'm a numbers guy thing and uh calls his daughter and calls her a little fat pig in the middle yeah of well story. it was it was just very <laughs> much like it was very it was very clancy it's like clancy wrote those words for him um <laughs> uh listen man it really doesn't matter which movie it's in he's been portrayed by a number of different actors and and they're all fantastic Baldwin happens to be my favorite, but um, uh, you know, you look at Clear and Present Danger. Clear and Present you, Danger, man, that's the one. I, that's my go-to. Oh, so, so good, fuck, you know, and 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 then uh, is it Willem Dafoe who's uh, who's the the CIA operative in that one? Um, I can't remember. Now. You know, I haven't uh, seen both of those uh, the Harrison Ford movies. I haven't seen either one of them in such a long time. That I I got to I got uh, to go back and rewatch it because I know they're great movies, but I know they're great movies because people say that they're great movies, not because I remember the movies. And I should yeah, go back and yeah, watch I, them. I, I mean, I I love them. Those those first three to me like create such a great trilogy, and there there is a building of the character, even though Ford plays him very differently than than Baldwin does. Um, there's still that sense of like the average man. In, in the way that Ford plays him, uh, it was Willem Dafoe. Uh, John Clark is, uh, is the character he plays, who becomes a really big character in the book series. Um, and, uh, like, Clear and Present Danger is, like, far and away the one with the most action, the the best action, I think, in, in the whole series. Um, 
I think the only one that comes close to that is Shadow Recruit. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Chris Pine's has like it's an action movie. It, and, 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 and that's the thing, Chris Chris Pine is excellent as him as well. So is Ben Affleck. Like there is no bad, um, there's no bad Jack Ryan movie. And and I like I like Jack Ryan because he's he never wants he, he's never the guy that's asking to do this job. He never wants to be in front of the cameras. He just wants to like quietly sit at his desk. And this is something that, um, like both Jimmy Malone and um, and and Goodspeed had, where like they genuinely want to make the world a better, safer place. And uh, and I think that that's something that Ryan has, where like he got into the um, uh, the CIA as, as an analyst specifically to make the world safer. He Jim Hopper. To- Jim Hopper plays him well too. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, I and personally, I think that he is the best Jack Ryan. But I'm I'm trying to compartmentalize mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, just based on the movies, uh, because this would like far and away be my number one. It wouldn't even be close if uh, if we were putting in the the TV show as well. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you you picked the movie. I I fucking love it. This was the first one that came to mind. Um, I think um, I, I I think he's fucking fantastic. He's he is uh, the best CIA agent in any movie ever, I'm, in my opinion. I'm just so proud of you and confused that the words Mulder or Scully did not come out. <laughs> well, you know you know why? Because I I thought about it, and there there are two X Files movies, and one of them is really good. And uh, uh, no, part one, man. I really dig <laughs> part one. Uh, part part two is passable, uh, but in the end, doesn't really add much to the mythos. Um, and so I I couldn't really add Mulder or Scully, and I would probably opt for Scully because as a, as a skeptic, that's that's who I kind of gravitate towards in in the TV show. But I couldn't add her the same way I couldn't add Dale Cooper. Uh, exactly. From, from Twin Peaks, because if I would have been doing it, it really would have been for my love of the TV show and not the film. But I, I think uh, with this, like my love of the Jack Ryan film series uh, was clear and present <laughs> well before the Jack Ryan TV series. So, um, yeah, man, there you go. Jack right. Ryan. I like it. Jack Ryan. Like it. Uh, Jeff, what do we got for number one? So my number one is a pick that I knew very well would refuse me to getting the, the perfect mountain if there was a chance of, which I think there was on this one. Um, my number one is probably my favorite FBI agent on in film, and that is Agent Paul Smecker from Boondocksing. Yeah. Um, played by Willem Dafoe. Um, yeah. But his character, it's just... he. So he's the third in, in those characters, and I know we're going to talk because now I know what your number one is, Devona. Um you know, we're gonna. We're, he's one of these characters that he starts off like he goes there to solve, figure out what's going on with these organized crime murders, what's happening. He solves it pretty much in the first try, in the first case, in the first crime scene. And you know, he realizes it's these the brothers, but then he sees the good in what they're doing, even though it's illegal, and ends up helping them in the end, cross dressing and. You know, <laughs> doing all these, you know, but he has the best. He has some of the. Him and Rocco have the best lines in that movie. Like him 
There was a firefight. <laughs> his doing the his <laughs> process. His process is fucking beautiful. Yes. Yeah. He gets to a crime scene, puts on the classical music, and within minutes, he analyzes and goes, "Okay, so this is what happened." You know. And then there's those scenes like there was the um, the second crime scene when they go when when uh, the big guy gets. Uh, but they're in that big round room and he's quizzing all the other cops. Yeah. And like, it's just, and that's where the, the what's the symbology there? I think the word you're looking for is symbolism. <laughs> symbolism. Um, it's just, he, he, he's the smartest guy in the room. It's very much out of the, the Stanley Goodspeed. He knows he's the smartest guy in the room. He's, he's trying to make people feel better, like learn, but he's also demeaning them at the same time, but in funny ways. Especially the one cop, and he's like, "I'd like a latte, sprinkle <laughs> lemon, and uh, three uh, and Splenda." And like, he's like, "Go away!" And he's like, "Does anybody else want anything?" While he's getting us coffee, <laughs> like, he demeans them. But what the way that he just his character develops, and he he understands that these guys. And then later on in, in Boondock Kings too, his predecessor, which is Julie Benz, is another one you could probably put in there. Because her character is fantastic in the second Boondock Saints movie. Like, she follows in his path. She's like, these guys are doing good. You know, so we, I got to do what I need to do to help them, but still kind of stay in the confines of what I'm supposed to be doing here as an agent. Um, you know, and I, I just absolutely adored the way he played that character. There's a scene where I can't, I don't want to say it because he says a derogatory term. But oh, it's so bad. good. That's, the whole time I was, the whole time since you brought up the pick, I was like, oh, that's my favorite fucking scene, but I'm trying to figure out a way of being able to say it. There's no way of saying it. And, like, I, and I was going to say, I love the fact that he's a gay character, but he's not like a gay, gay character. Uh, and it's just like, I just. And then later on, yeah, later on it's a crime scene that is like the, the and he uses the term, one of the guys says the, the F.A., you know, F word term guy and they're like and they all look at him like whoa 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 and he's like oh so tell me more about this and he said and he like <laughs> says the word too guy like you know it I don't know man I just I just love his his just the way he presents himself yeah I love I love my favorite one though is when he puts together the the like strip club, like peep booth. Yes, that that's my favorite one too. And, and and you see him like trying to figure out the bullet trajectories, oh, yeah, and he's like that. he figures out that the arms are crossed and all that. And just watching him put all that together, man, I love that scene so much. I think uh, unlike um, uh, unlike Jack Ryan, where like I just talked about how everyone has a great like interpretation of Jack Ryan, only Willem Dafoe could play this character it, it's it, it's so him it's like it was created just for him and i don't know if that's the case uh but it it really seems like it was yeah it's so good i, I absolutely adore the character so that's my that's my number one is paul is agent paul smacker paul smacker all right the bono what do you got for number one my number one is alluded to way back at number four is um agent joe pistone um more commonly known as donnie brasco um, this is one now, uh, we, we always have the conversation about favorite versus best, right? And my love for Donnie Brasco, just the movie was guaranteed to move this one up to my number one spot. I just, I love that movie so much. And he plays that role so well 
And it goes back to like where Jess started at the very top, right? He gets into this and he sews himself in so deep that he's like, maybe everything happening isn't and he's, isn't awful. And he starts to second guess literally everything about himself as a person, just from spending time um, with this uh, with, with the uh, Bonanno crime, crime family. Um, it's just it's so well played. And the stress that he's under the entire time, uh, and you watch him just almost, just constantly, almost break. Yeah. And he's always right on the edge of you never, the entire movie, you're never 100% sure if he's going to turn and just right. go native and just become one of these crime family members, or if he's going to fulfill his job as an FBI agent. Uh, this is Johnny Depp at his absolute finest. Uh, it, it's a it's a movie that you're like I said you're on the edge of your seat the entire time. Again, a movie with I mean big names. You've got uh, you know you've got Pacino. Al Pacino right there you're with him. Off Pacino, yes, and, and you're, you're holding your own. Still focused on Johnny Depp, like yeah. that's who has you for this movie. And yeah, you're right there against one of the biggest personalities in movies uh it's just it's a great watch it's it's an incredible movie from beginning to end then you you get into the true story element of it and you you get to you get to the end and and they they scroll all this stuff about what really happened with Pistone and and what his undercover work led to and it's just this epic film uh with with Johnny Depp just just chewing scenery and just absolutely dominating this movie. And I love it. That's why I put him on my mountain because you, 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 this is, this is another one of those people you don't know. You're, you're looking, yes, it's a true story, but you're watching this movie and you're like, is he going to turn? Because it's, it's, he's seeing all, there was a, there was a, an interaction he has with his wife and you've seen it probably a lot more than I have Sabona, but he says something along the lines of like, I, I, they're they're not them. I'm one of them, or something like that. Yeah. And and so he's even saying, I'm 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 part of this now. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it, there there is no them. I'm one of them. There you go. That's what it is. Like yeah. he's he, so so you you have this agent that it's another one of those people that they, they're crossing the line of do I, I do I need to keep doing what I'm doing or this the grass might be greener on the other side. What am I going to do? And like you said. He's holding his own against all these, all these, you know, these stars in the movie. And Pacino is his, is the person that he's playing off of most of the movie. And Pacino's character is phenomenal in this movie. Yes. And you're still th- talking about Johnny Depp. Yeah. And what Johnny Depp doesn't. Yeah. And, I, just oh god, so good. Yeah. You're, you could you could watch this movie ten times, and each time, even though you know what's going to happen, you're still stressed out. Yep. You're still stressed out. It's like it's like the ending of Goodfellas, like, yeah, you know, or, when when the, the helicopter's flying around, yeah. you know what's going on, but it's still it's, you're like, it's it's just I mean it's that same thing we when we did mobster movies or whatever and we talk or and we talked about the fact that you know Carlito's way opens with him dying and you still get to the end of the movie hoping he's not going to die. Right, right. That's how this movie is. Even if you know the story of Joe Pistone, you're still going to get sucked into this and wonder exactly what's going to happen. 
Yeah. I love it. I I, I, I haven't seen Donnie Brasco in a long time, but I probably should go back and watch it. But I, I, I heavily wow. enjoyed that movie. Especially that you love mob movies, you definitely should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. All right. My number one. We've talked about a lot of amazing actors. Uh, I think we've talked about a couple of different roles of Sean Connery. We just uh, talked about Al Pacino and mentioning Johnny Depp, and then uh, and Harrison. Well, we well Harrison Ford's not a great actor, but uh, we talked about all these amazing actors throughout this list. Uh, and uh, my number one, I think, is right up there with them when you talk about all of them. Uh, my number one is Max Walker from Time Cop. He is uh, play- <laughs> played by the amazing Jean Claude Van Damme. Way to stick, way to be on brand. I, I, let me tell you something, dude. Let me tell you something. Uh, the, when you guys changed it last minute to like not do internet, not do all these multi nation, multinational, uh, uh, we changed it so many times. And there was a time there where I already had three out of my four picks were all Van Damme. They were like, I'm fucking going all in. And um, and then when we changed it to just federal, I was like, no, this still fucking counts. He is an agent at the Time Enforcement Committee, which we all know is a federal agency. Um, and uh, I fucking, I, I love this movie. It's a... Yeah, it's his highest rated, uh, it's his highest grossing movie of all time. Uh, I think it's, it be. I, yeah. it, it's so fucking good. I love this so much. Uh, and for some reasons, you know, uh, Sloan from Ferris Bueller's in it, and we get to see the titty. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I digress. Um, I just love this movie, and I love, uh, for a long time, I own the uh, email address maxwalker at hotmail.com because that's like my, like, that was the shit. <laughs> Uh, and I fucking, yeah, oh my God. So I, I love this shit. Max Walker split. It's, it's, it's actually Max Walker, but with three X's. It's Max Walker. Um, so yeah, I, I love, I love, uh, this movie. I love this pick. I, I don't give a fuck. I know, uh, everybody else went with like, oh, it has to be a real organization in real life. And I was like, I don't give a flying fuck about that. Uh, like to me, like the whole point of, like to me, the whole point of the, the fun part about movies is like escaping and like creating fucking other shit and like you know like this would be cool and the movie begins with the international yeah well the the (laughs) movie the movie begins with um with uh a confederate um money train uh on horses obviously a confederate money horse uh money uh change uh wagon i'm sorry thank you jeff and uh the guy that's holding them up has fucking uh semi-automatic weapons and you're like fucking or fully automatic weapons i'm sorry and you go what the fuck and then the very next scene is a scene at um uh on the on some committee they're trying to create this committee because they're like hey time is it, uh, time travel is possible, and we need to make a committee to protect time. And that fucking whole premise is again, like, if anything, you guys know anything about me, it's like, if you start off with time travel, that movie, I'm already in. I'm fucking in with time travel. I'm like, let's fucking do this. It's 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 yours to lose me after fucking uh, after telling me that there's time travel in the movie. And I just, I I don't know. I, I fucking love that movie. It, it's the one that introduced to me the theory of the same space can't occupy the same uh same same matter can't occupy the same space. 
at the same time. Uh, and again, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm no physicist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I like when people. Yeah, I like when. Say. I like when people say that I'm no doctor. Yeah, we know, Jimmy. We fucking know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw you doing a beer bong last week at our friend's house. Yeah, yeah, Calm yeah. Down. We fucking. We see it. you did a fucking. You did a keg stand, Jimmy. Relax. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so but I just like to believe that that's true. That the same matter can occupy the same space at the same time. I don't know. It fucking sounds logical to me. I don't know. You uh, don't have to believe that it's true. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a lot. Well, here's the thing. We don't know because there's time travel is not real. We don't fucking actually know. You can say all you want. It was, it was a little far fetched. No, you know, but you I can with, you yeah. can say all you want, but we actually don't fucking know. Like that's that's a theory. It's just like that. It's just it's just like when uh, Avengers Endgame when they introduce time travel, they're like, forget about everything you think you know about fucking time travel for movies and the whole fucking everybody. Tell me back to the Future is shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everybody who watched Endgame was like, oh. Okay, and I was not. I was like, no, sir. No, you are fucking wrong. And how, nobody fucking knows. Nobody knows. They like who you know. Um so anyway. Maybe it was just me, but the way they explained it in Endgame makes an awful lot of sense to me. It really doesn't to me. And like I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Like I've and, and then to and not not to de, you know detour that much uh too much, but they asked uh the Russo brothers about it like in the uh, you know, after the movie, like another fucking interview that they asked them, and they said, "Oh, like how do you explain?" You know, the, and then they literally had to tell interviewers, "Guys, time travel is not real. It's not possible. You could just make up any fucking rule you want, and you could just, as long as you stick to it, that's the movie. That's the movie business. We don't know how time travel is. So, not even they believe their shit. They're like, they're like, nah, <laughs> this is just gonna be good enough to fit our fucking our movie. But that's it. Um." Anyways, so with that said, Time Cop, uh, I knew from the beginning that I wasn't going to have a perfect mountain. And from the looks of it, I'm not going to have a single pick on the mountain, on the final mountain. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I, I live and but die. We but... all had individual ones. What? We had individual yeah. Didn't we have in the own? You had no, three had doubles. doubles. There's three doubles, oh. buddy. There's uh, Stanley Goodspeed, uh, Jimmy Malone, and Joe Pistone. All three oh, doubles. Shit. Yeah. So I, I, unless you guys let me pick Max Walker on the fucking mountain, there's no way I'm going to fucking have <laughs> a fucking pick on the mountain. Uh, but I'm okay with that. Like I said, I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I enjoy my list. I, I think looking back now, the only thing I would change is I would take Jason Bourne out and put Evelyn Salt. Uh, had I know, had I remembered her, she would definitely fucking be there. Um, I'm not. Listen, as a, even though I'm gonna, I, I'm not gonna force Paul Smecker on anybody. I think Jack Ryan's probably a better pick for overall that. But um, if that's going off a of number one. But um, because my I, other three were I I personally I'm uh I I'm gonna echo what Dave said. I'm okay with Jack Ryan, but in reality, the reason why I like Jack Ryan is because of of Krasinski's take on him, more so than what what uh, Dave picked. Um, and that's not a movie, so like that again. I'm just completely biased in the sense of like John Krasinski to me killed it, so he did it so well. That the same reason he didn't pick uh, Scully because he would he knows but that was, deep down was uh, 
was was Krasinski your introduction to Jack Ryan? Though? No, 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 uh, no, no, no. I I watched the Ben Affleck one years upon years ago. Um, I, Shadow Recruit is still my favorite movie of the Jack Ryan uh, movies. Um, I see, I saw Hunt for Red October maybe uh three or four years ago, maybe maybe five. Let's say five years ago. Uh, no, no. The only ones I don't recall vividly are uh, Clear and Present Danger and uh and, the, and yeah, Patriot Games. Those are the only ones that I don't. I know I've seen them, but I have I, when I saw them, I was a kid, so I don't really recall right, right. those movies. But I've seen all the other Jack Ryan, and he and Krasinski is by no means my introduction to uh, him. He, he, he kills it. He yeah, kills he kills it. it. Yeah. So like the same way you wouldn't pick Scully because you know deep down inside you'd be picking Scully from the TV show. Uh to me, Jack Ryan. I think of Jack Ryan. I think of uh, Krasinski. Uh, well, and- then I'm gonna. Fine, I'm, bro, I'm Johnny gonna, Utah. Fine. I'm getting. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw Evelyn Salt up there because Neri has said that she I could love. have even taken his number three. Well, in in that case, I am also gonna throw out Harry Tasker because uh, Jeff said that he would have picked Tasker if he had remembered. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I think Evelyn Salt. I think Evelyn Salt would take. Uh, would take Tasker. Um, in, in a situation of spy versus spy, only because Evelyn Task, uh, Evelyn Salt could actually be a spy and be, you know, fucking cool. <laughs> could actually fucking uh, not blow everything up uh, if she if she didn't. How, uh, how, how many repeats do we have? I walked. We have three. three. There's only one spot. There's only one spot. Okay. We have three repeats. I there mean, are. Listen, all, all these picks are so good. Uh, there's there's really no bad pick. Guys, can any of your number ones do a fucking split on a kitchen countertop? <laughs> is that what I'm fucking saying? I don't know what I'm saying. We didn't see that scene in Boondock Saints. What happened before? <laughs> That's so funny. So, you know, <laughs> so you don't know. <laughs> this is so true. So true. So uh, I don't know. Whichever one you guys want to pick. We're, we're, we're the flip between Salt and Tasker for that last do we, spot. Do we literally flip a coin? I'm literally putting Max Walker up for a nomination. Nobody's going to back me, but I'm fucking okay, but putting like, it up for everybody else taking it seriously. <laughs> What are we? <laughs> well, I mean, I, t- taking it seriously, I would, I would second Jeff's pick of uh, um, Jack Ryan, but, but since since that was shot down, oh, I, I, I just said that. I just said why I wouldn't Jack. pick. I wouldn't pick him. That that's not by no means that I mean. Don't think of him. I just said why I wouldn't pick Jack Ryan. Uh, but I think the thing is, is it's just because the best iteration. Maybe in the TV doesn't mean that the other iterations aren't good. What about I fucking Jason Bourne? What never, about Jason Bourne? Hey, fucking Jason Bourne. No, we're going to sh- sh- forget, forget about Jason Bourne? Somebody who would have had him on the list? Well, no, he did. I was going to say, you, you, you said yourself that you would have bumped Jason Bourne for Evelyn Salt. So, in my opinion, that eliminates him. Yeah, but if you're going to start using things logically and reasonably, things that I said <laughs> against me, this is going to be a very difficult fucking episode, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, it's up to you guys, man. I, 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 I have no... Look, I can't speak on Salt because I've never seen the movie. I need to watch that movie. I'll probably watch that tomorrow. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I love Harry Tasker, so... <laughs> I'm, I mean, uh, Captain well, John look. Patrick Mason. Captain John Patrick Mason. Nobody. Everybody just fuck you on John Patrick Mason, right? Here we go. Uh, right. I got a coin flip. We're going to go ahead. Right. Let's heads, do it. Heads is salt because it's a female on this coin. Here we go. Get it up on the screen there. Heads is salt. Tails is tasker. Salt it, salt it is. is. Salt it is. Uh, Don't be salty, Neri. 
<laughs> I, I'm the one that likes having assault. <laughs> I'm the one that likes having assault. Uh, this is the first mountain that I have zero picks on the final mountain. <laughs> zero oh, really? fucking picks. I don't have a fucking it's, one. Ironically enough, he was pushing for time cop and we had a split decision. Yeah. Hey! Ah. <laughs> I see what you did there. If he would that argument, I would have been like time cop. Um, if that's the argument, you would have been like, well, we have a split decision. Let's go with time cop. Uh, all right, so the final mountain is uh, is Stanley Goodspeed, Jimmy Malone, uh, Joe Pistone from uh, Donny Brasco, and Evelyn Salt from the movie Salt. That is the list. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you check out the Geek Bro Network, the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network uh, that include the What's Up Bro podcast, include uh, What You Got, which is uh, Daniel DeBona's other podcast, uh, YouTube podcast, where you could see him and his friend uh, digest uh, an insanely amount of spicy food uh and they come up with different yeah. challenges every weekend um so make every every episode i'm sorry so make sure you guys check that out uh check out the other podcasts on the geek network including better let me tell you and um childlike at best with mike valdez um also to the listener if you're listening to this audio version there is a new video uh, up we are now putting the the full length videos up on our youtube so if you go to youtube and search mt geek more you'll be able to see um the whole podcast video wise uh, I started with episode 129 And This should be 131 or something 132 Either way uh, Thank you for checking us out Make sure uh, You go to Geekbro.net uh, And check that out My comedy podcast is My comedy website I'm sorry Is NaryScience.com uh, uh, Or WhatWasHisName.com You guys have been great uh, That's how lists are made Awesome